You're listening to Wiretap with Jonathan Goldstein on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Today's episode, Treat Me Right. Hello. Are you pumped? Are you psyched for our big meeting? No, I'm not psyched. I'm, I'm really, I'm nervous. Don't be I, nervous. I've never spoken to TV executives before, okay? I feel out of my depth. It's going to go fine. Don't worry. It's not, I don't know how it's going to go fine. We were supposed to, like the past month, we kept on making plans to, to come up with some kind of idea to pitch in the first place. You know, I, I, I've been feeling nauseous all morning. That, you have to save that kind of energy for the meeting. What kind, that's not energy. Okay, you want an idea? How about this? You are uh, you're half man, half insect, and the show begins. The whole series begins just when you're molting. You know what that means when an insect molts. Yes. And but then you do funny stuff like you got to go to the DMV and get your driver's license picture taken for your driver's license, mm-hmm. but you're molting, so it's like a problem because they can't take your picture. You know what I mean? So you'd, you'd have like fish out of water humor of of the problems of an insect, right? Uh-huh. Mixed with like the everyday occurrences in your life. I mean, I mean, first of all, it's 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 a ripoff of Kafka, you know, with the metamorphosis. First of all, it's not Kafka, it's Kafka. And second of all, you make Gregor Samsa seem like a man of decision. At, at least he turned into an insect all the way and got hit in the back with an apple. I mean, what have you ever done? You're 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 stuck somewhere halfway turned into an insect. Listen, mm-hmm. this is the pitch, okay? Here's it in one line. It's it's Seinfeld meets a bug's life. Go, Jonathan Goldstein. Go. Um. All right. I, I'm a cockroach and. Um... I'm trying to find matching socks uh, to go on all my different legs, and uh, um, so that could go on for you know I don't know, like five ten minutes or something, just kind of scrambling around looking for socks, and most of my socks are in the laundry. Then I find two socks that match, but um, I, I want the other I want the other ones to. I feel funny about wearing mismatched socks. And, and I call them stockings, which is a funnier word than socks. I, I keep saying, where are my stockings? Where are my... I need some matching stockings. Um, so... Um, I, I, I figured you might cave in under pressure, and I'm going to let you in a little secret. I'm going to be there to edit you. Say we're, say we're in the meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going off on some tangent about something, which I just know is a terrible idea. But you look to me, and you're not picking up on the cues of my face. And then suddenly I make up a sentence that ends something like this. Yeah, well, my mother used to work with a lot of tuna helper when she made our tuna sandwiches. Now, what would your reaction be? I'd be like, what, what the hell are you talking about? Okay, wrong reaction. Because what I just gave you is a cue. And you know, when I say tuna helper, when I work it into a sentence artfully, mm-hmm. that's your cue to shut up. I knew this was going to happen, so I've actually jotted down some ideas. Okay, tell me your ideas. <laughs> tell me your ideas. It takes place during the FLQ crisis in Quebec. It's during... Um, Wait a second. Which pile are you reading from? The terrible, ridiculous ideas pile? No, I, think I mean... you want to read from the other pile. I thought we could do sort of like a, a cop crime drama. You know, yeah. where I'm sort of, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a cop new on the force, and I'm sort of, I, I have uh, misgivings. You're the sloppy buddy, and then they got like a magnum PI guy? No, I'm sort of seeing myself as a unmustachioed Magnum PI guy. That would be me. Again, I would refer you back to the regular pile, not the horrendous idea pile. No, but I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not Tom Selleck, and you know, you know, I'd be sort of playing against type, but that would sort of be funny. Mm, no, it wouldn't. 
I don't know how you see yourself anyway. I think that you have some grandiose notion that you're going to get cast for the next James Bond. No, I don't. Believe me, but... I, there is no James Goldstein coming anytime soon. You getting mauled by a bear in a shape-up suit worn by a janitor with a mop is much more squarely in the pocket of what we could sell for you. Right, can I tell you something? What? Your main problem in life is that you don't realize what's funny about you. What's going to be great about this pitch is not the TV show or movie, which is never going to get made, by the way, well, because what, I have a crew who's going to come and shoot the pitch, what, which I'm going to sell as a behind-the-scenes thing, because you, we're going to do a whole making-of thing. Okay, I, I just dropped the bomb on him. Do you guys want to come in and pick that up again from another angle? Because that's, I think, going to be a really important thing. You have them there right now? This phone call is being broadcast into the beta deck. They're, Believe me, this is going to be funny. We're going to shoot you for like 16 weeks, right? And it's going to be groundbreaking because what's going to happen after all these pitches is we're going to have the making of DVD set for sale. We're going to run it as a series, but there'll never be any series. You get what I'm saying? It's meta. So you had no intention of us going in there and actually being able to succeed. That's the humor of it. We're going to have a DVD of the making of series without the actual show. Look, odds are almost guaranteed for failure. I mean, you're terrible in person. You give terrible meetings. You leave a terrible impression. Everyone thinks that you're really sarcastic and glum and depressed, and they're probably right. So I'm not counting on selling that show. But I think this show is going to be outrageous. What kind of a... a, a oh, wait. Hold, hold on one second. You know what? When, when Johnson's saying that I ruined his life, could, could you see one on this picture that I have of him right here? And then maybe we could do something like a... Um, I don't know, like animate in a bear or something, mauling the picture? Yeah, definitely. We'll take care Gregor. of that. Gregor. Gregor. You know, when we cut the commercial, not a problem. Can I explain something to you, Johnson? Yeah. You are not the object of the joke here. You're not the butt of the joke. Sure. I don't want you to think of this as a reality show, because that'll make you self-conscious. Think of this more like one of those, um, you know, those things on the Discovery Channel or PBS where they follow around like monkeys and they, you know, they just make a documentary. Oh, that's, on yeah, that's, that, no, that's much better. What do you think? The monkeys have a problem with it? They just go about their daily life. They sit around in their filth, scratching themselves, everything you do. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty part. See, I think you ruin it when you try too hard. Mm -hmm. This is going to be easy. All you have to do is be yourself. We're going to catch you in your native habitat with your bizarre eating rituals and <laughs> trying to fit into last season's Speedo, trying to uh, open a jar of ketchup, fighting with your mother, trying to, like, smash a coconut against a fire hydrant. <laughs> This is going to be like extreme makeover crossed with a with a documentary on monkeys. It's going to be outrageous. Hello. Hey, John. Hey, Howard. How, how you doing, how, man? Good. How you doing? I'm fine. Good. What are you, what are you doing now? I, you know, I've got a mountain of paperwork here that I'm trying to deal with. Um, yeah. Is, is this important? Can, do you think it can well, wait? I mean, it's always kind of important, you know, to, to keep in touch and speak to your friends and yeah. know how things are going in life and That's, how you're feeling. And, right. Hey, but, you know what? I had cottage cheese for breakfast today. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I think I might have invented a new brunch dish. Is really? I call it Arctic Sunrise. Uh -huh. uh, I put egg yolk over cream cottage cheese. That's very poetic. You can actually use that in a real cafe. That title? Arctic Sunrise. It's, it's very beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah. But hey, listen, I, I'm going to let you go because I, I just... Hey, hey, ask me, ask me where I am right now. Ask you? Ask me where I am. Well, oh... Okay, well, um, where are you right now? Well, where do you think I am? You're at home? Yeah. 
Yeah, just sitting at home, all alone at home, big homebody, uh-huh. just doing doing home stuff, uh-huh. puttering around, making sure all my shoes are in pairs. Uh, okay, Howard, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, 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 I'm gonna ring off now. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I, was, I was just wondering if you, if you knew where, uh, if you had an idea. Hey. What are you doing here? What am what I doing? doing? Just, just kidding. Just say hello and, and, and see, see how, how you're doing. doing. Great. Um. W- wow. Uh. How, how did you get past security? It's not hard. Not hard when it comes to Maurice. Maurice. I know Maurice's Maurice's stomach, stomach, the security, security guy, and. You know, a little whole wheat, provolone, and some ham, and we're talking easy entry. Hey, why don't you turn off your, your cell phone? Is that necessary? You're in the same room with me. Okay, well, hang on. Let me, let me just say goodbye. Hey, John, I got to go because I got you here in person, so I'm going to have to get off the phone now. Turn off the phone, please. Yeah. Okay, so I'll talk to you later, okay? So, peace out. And um, uh, just take it easy, and uh, I'll, I'll give you a call no, later. Get off the phone. Okay, okay, okay I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Good night. Good night. And why do you have a cell phone all of a sudden anyway? You don't leave the house, and you got a landline. I have two nostrils. I'm not going to cork one of them up. You know, I have two eyes, two ears. Mm-hmm. I have two phones. Right. Okay. I have a phone for my outside life, my inside. What if I'm in the yard? Uh huh. So what are you doing here? You said you had a lot of paper. What is that? Online bridge? You're playing online bridge? I was taking. I was taking a break. Look, look, you said you had lots of. I don't even have a scrap of paper. Okay, thank you. What, what did you? What did you? What are you coming by for? I'm concerned. What are you concerned about? Your friend Josh. Josh. Joshua. Josh. My yeah. Yeah. Why? What's? What? What do you? What? What? You know. What? I, I was listening to the show that you last did with him, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of anger there. There's a From lot me? of no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong, my friend. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I have issue with you. I have deep right now. It's kind of about Josh. Uh, that man is in terrible, terrible psychic agony. That guy is just fueled by rage. Josh, I don't even think oh, he even knows it. No, Howard. I mean, that's oh, oh, that's yes. just Josh being Josh. He's full of bluster, you know. That's you know, it's his shtick. He's. It's like saying that was Jack the Ripper's shtick. I mean, the, you know, it's more bark than bite. You know what I mean? He's 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 mm. a loud talker. He mm. he's gonna blow a gasket. I'm not trying to predict anything here. I, I don't wish anything but good on that young fellow. But you don't see him. Don't don't you have any concern for the fact that the guy is just filled with malaise and he, he's so upset that that he's going to end up doing himself or someone else some serious harm that doesn't even concern you? Well, I don't. I think you might be overreacting. You know what I, I mean? I think part of the problem is you don't see the problem. It's just like he gets so worked up over the, the most minute thing. I mean, like anything could just trigger this explosive kind of anger. And 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 look, if you want, I will call him up right now. A conference you in on your cell phone, all right? And you can hear me having a nice, normal, laid-back conversation with Josh, okay, when he's okay. not getting himself all worked up, okay? He puts it on a little bit, you know? Okay, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy because it gives me an excuse to use the cell phone. So I'll it bet you handy, are. right? It's very handy. Yeah. Okay, hang on one second. I'm going I'm to call you up on your cell phone, and then I'll, I'll call up Josh, okay? Hang on one second. <laughs> what is that? That's my ringtone. Okay, just pick up your phone. Hello? Okay, Howard, you there? Can you hear me? Check, check. Alpha, Foxtrot, I, Tango, you're there, Howard. Seven, I hear seven, you. Mark, I, Mark. God, I'm calling Josh, all right? Just, okay. Just please be quiet. Okay, I don't want him to get all paranoid, you know what I mean? Okay. People listening in on our uh, calls and I'll stuff like that. I'll be like, like a that. church mouse. 
You don't have any chips in here or anything like that. It's my office. I don't know. I don't I know. It's the CBC. I don't want you chewing in the back of the... He's going to pick up. Hang on. Hello? Hey, uh, hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, John. How's it going? What's What's the matter? What's the matter? Everything's the matter. I just knocked over a whole bottle of horseradish on my way to pick up the phone. Thanks a lot. Oh. God, it's all over me. It burns. I'm getting you at a bad moment. Um, what do you want? Well, uh, I was just calling to What do you want? Get to the point. Wait, uh, uh, um, Josh, h- hang on. I'm just going to put you on hold for for a second, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll just wait. Uh, uh, okay, sorry. Hang, hang on. What is it, Howard? Look, look, look at it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but look, see, when I hold the pen between my fingers... And then I, I shake my fingers. Doesn't it look like rubber? Doesn't the pen look like rubber to you? Look, I'm, I'm on shaking. the phone here with I'm calling him up because of you. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just... All right. Uh, hey, Josh? What? Um, uh... No, seriously, I'm a little busy right now. What do you want? Why do you keep pestering me? You don't even have anything to say. Well, um, I just, you know... You know, I have a life, you know, I'm not just Right, I just wanted us to talk like we normally talk, you know, just... We don't normally talk, you usually call me up and ask me for something. We never talk. We're just talking, so, uh, I wanted to tell you about this really, uh, this neat brunch that I heard about. It's like cottage cheese with yolk in it. Oh, and it's God. Called what the, am I, 90 years old? This is the kind of conversation that, that I expect to be called up with in Boca Raton in 50 years. It's called the Arctic Sunrise. I don't call you up and waste your time, okay? I don't call you up with inanities and just prattle on and on about, 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 about tequila, Arctic Sunrise, whatever the hell new fancy drink you've had. What a blather! You have no respect for me. Mm, 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 mm. Who, who is that? Who is that? That was me. That was I not was you. My... I know your worthless squeal at this point. That was a new human on the line. It, it was me. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just can't listen Josh, to this anymore. Josh, wait, wait, wait. It's... Why is there another? Why? <clears throat> why is there another person on this line? Ha, ha, Josh, this is my friend Howard. You're what? Hey, Josh. Wait a second. Hold on. I'm, I'm a big fan. Long time oh, listener. Hey, hey, I'm not talking to you. Okay, Howard wanted me to call you up because he was concerned about the level of anger that he's heard in you from the radio, and I was calling you up to show him that you're not always like that, mm-hmm. but thanks for, you know, proving his point. Excuse me! It's not my right... It's- Josh, Josh, it's Howard here. Listen, I'm just standing here from the outside. I don't know you, I'm not you, you know, but as one human being to another, you, you're you going to explode, my friend. Sir? You've got this big barbed wire. Sir? And you're not letting yourself out, but your inner child is bawling. Who it's sobbing. Do you, and, and sir, there's, there's who no... do you think you are getting off? I don't even... I don't know you from a bowl on the wall. Listen to yourself. I like listening to myself. The only person I don't like listening to is you. This is good because you're getting it out. Keep going, keep going. I'm not in any danger of running out. You are severely getting on my nerves. You just said running out. Are you afraid I'm going to run out on you? Can I ask you one question? No. All right. I'm going to take that as a yes. Were you breastfed? Goodbye. Visualize my shoulder. I would like to visualize your shoulder going into a wood chipper. Put my shoulder under your chin and rest your head. My shoulder's a boulder. It's not going anywhere. You're what? Listen, you kind of remind me of a young Howard Chakowitz. You're angry. The world is just chipping away at your self-esteem. You have nothing. You have no friends. You have no love. Your family reviles you. And you have no direction to go but rage. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm going to kill you. Do you meditate, Josh? Mm, right now I'm visualizing your, your dismemberment. Let, let, let's, let's just try a few things and see. I'm just going to throw a few words at you, and you just tell me what, what, you know, how, it, how it makes you feel. 
Gherkins. Attack you. Jugular. Goldstein. Maraschino cherry. Color of Goldstein. You know, I, I'm seeing patterns here. I'm seeing a relationship. Whenever I say anything negative, you react by saying Jonathan's name. It seems like Jonathan Goldstein seems to be some kind of catalyst for anger, for some kind of real fury within you. Clearly, you know, Jonathan just exploits your anger, That's, you know, you for his benefit. You know, it's for his show. Let it works. Talk. You know, you're screaming and yelling, and all he has to do is just push the record button, and he has ranting and raving Josh Carpatti right there for the pleasure of the masses. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to see through Howard. this. Shut up, John. Like you're this beast in a cage in the circus. And, yeah. And Jonathan has, del he's Shut deliberately up. kept you from eating your steak. He hasn't given you water, and the only thing he's given you is a swift kick in the butt whenever you start to feel peaceful. You know what? I can't believe I'm about to say this, but Howard actually makes a lot of sense. What are you, you know talking John? about? He makes you're, sense. The man's you're the evil puppet master. You're I'm the source the, of all this. You're, you're, the, get, you're the snake in the garden. That, that is not ruined my life. What is what is wrong with you? All of a sudden, you, you're you're sucking up all the psychobabble. You know what? You're so deeply cynical and horrible that you're probably recording this right now, what? aren't you? No, I am not. Yeah, you are. You are recording. You know, you are. I don't care what you say. I know you he are. Is Josh. I just, I, I'm, I've had it with you're you. You're so easily manipulated. You're the one who's manipulating you're, me. You're How can you possibly accuse me of that? You're always a manipulator. I call you manipulator. You, you know what? Maybe he's right. Maybe you do I'm have a problem. I'm the one who put him on the phone. So I'm the source of all your problems. Is that it? No. You just make everything worse. No, you're angry at the horseradish. You're not angry at me. At least the horseradish, you know, cares whether I'm happy or not. Oh, well, is that care. so? Yeah, I You know what? You know what? This is a perfect sign of your arrogance. You are the most arrogant person I've ever met. I'm arrogant. Have you, you know, you look in the mirror. Look in the mirror, I look at the mirror, all I see is you haunting me! I would swear at this. It is ridiculous! You even think I'm an angry Jeez, person! I, what are you trying to convince me of? I shake it like this, between my finger, I it an just person. really looks like rubber. And then I hold it tight, and it's a solid pen. What you're doing is you're actually projecting your own negative feelings about yourself onto the people that surround you. What do you mean? Well, your your own insecurities, you know, the negative way that you feel about yourself is being projected onto these other people, and thus you're getting back what you're giving out. So what do you mean, like, that these people are sort of like my own creations? No, no, no. I, I'm in no way implying that you're delusional or you're, you know, creating things. Um, uh -huh. This is really happening. You really are being treated poorly. Right. And I feel as though you have a say in it and I don't think you feel that you have a say in it yeah is there anyone in your life that you think could be a source of positivity for you what do you mean I would urge you to try and find people in your life that will be a little bit more positive people that will overtly like you uh, mm -hmm. and I think that this can be accomplished by just getting out of the studio once in a while you know um, yeah you haven't even been able to make it to my office. You've been calling me for the past few months on the phone. We've been doing phone sessions. Yeah. Uh, which I, I don't think are as productive as, you know, face-to-face -face counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is this making sense? Is this, is this hitting with you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's As you were talking, the thing that immediately popped into my head is that um, my mom's always trying to get me to call my cousin Kenny. Oh, that's great. Is he similar in age to you? He's, yeah, he's in his 30s. And, oh, that's great. I mean, he's a really positive guy. I mean, he likes me a lot. You know, we were we were close when we were kids, and, you know, we've sort of drifted, I guess, because he's sort of... Yeah, because, I mean, he's always been really, really, you know, happy about seeing me. And Oh, 
Jonathan, this sounds fantastic because not only is he a positive person, he's family. Yeah, that's. But I mean, I haven't. You know, we haven't really done anything or spoken to each other you very much. You will be surprised. My, yeah. You will be surprised at how easy it will be. How you'll just fall back into old patterns. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, we can get out of the house. I mean, he's always he's always going to like these car shows and like I don't know what he like science fiction conventions and stuff. He's always trying to get me to go with him because it's the kind of thing we were into when we were kids. But I mean, I'm not. I'm not so much into that, you know, these days, but... Um, but think about that challenge. Think about experiencing life outside that studio, outside that mixing board. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Okay, you know, yeah, what the heck. I mean, I'll, I'll um, call him up. New friendships don't cost anything. Right. Write that down as one of your goals. Okay. You still have the, the notebook? Yeah, I got the notebook. Call Kenny. Put a star. Put a star by that. Call Kenny. Friendships. Friendships don't cost. All right, I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm so proud of you, Jonathan. This is fantastic. And hey, maybe someday I'll get to meet you face to face. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry about all this. Um, all right. Well, thanks. Okay. No problem. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll see you next week. Okay. Well, I'll talk to you next week. Right. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Kenny? Yeah? Hi. It's uh it's Jonathan speaking. Jonathan. Hold Hi. on a second. Mom, I got it. I it's for me. It's cousin Jonathan. Mm. For me. Uh, <laughs> My mom can't believe it. Oh yeah. How is Auntie Rosa? She's so good. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm you know, I'm not bad. I've been pretty busy with uh I know you've been so busy. We haven't talked in such a long time. I know. I know. Uh, Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, you know what I think about sometimes that I think is funny? What's that? that my mom is your aunt. <laughs> and your aunt is my yeah. mom. You know what I think's funny? What? That you use the word aunt because I I say aunt. Um, I say aunt. Yeah. We're cousins, but that, but some things are so different. <laughs> Do you remember when your mom bought me Twizzlers? Uh, like with licorice? Coming back from the pool that afternoon, yeah. and we had just had a tennis lesson, and then your, your mom bought me some Twizzlers. And you, you threw up, didn't you? Yeah. You got sick a lot as a kid, I remember. Yeah, my, I still have my stomach problems. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just I. Well, it just depends on what I eat. Uh huh. I have to watch. I have to watch all those things. Uh huh. Do you remember? I, <laughs> do you remember when we were playing hide and seek? Uh huh. And it was my turn to hide, and you said that the basement was off limits. Uh huh. And then I went into the basement, and you must have looked for an hour, and then you gave up because you had said that the basement was off limits. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yes, you do. Yeah. Jonathan from the radio. Yeah. I always hear the radio. Oh, yeah? Do you, yeah. you, li you listen to the show? It's so good. Oh, uh, thank you. That's, uh. I'm so glad you called. Yeah, no, me too. You know, I, I regret that, you know, because I've been realizing lately, you know, that I, I work too much and I, uh. Do you, do you still go to those, uh, those car shows? Yes. We have an auto show in two weeks. We've got Wizard World in a week. Are you still into that? <laughs> yeah, I think a little bit, yeah. Yeah. 
You you wear the costumes and yeah, we could go. In, you, do you want to go in costume? I don't know. I mean, that might be a little bit. Maybe not so much my style. But oh, would, Jonathan, it would be great yeah. for you because you're on the radio. People would recognize you. Mm-hmm. There's any number of ways that we could uh, we could approach Wizard World yeah. um, because I've got to expand my my a costume list of ideas based on mm-hmm. the fact that there will now be two of us. Think it in an ideal setting, we would be interactive in our costume. Mm-hmm. If we could, and I, if you want to go as individual things, yeah. that's fine too. But uh-huh. I think if we could be in a complementary universe, Kenny. Yeah. Hey, listen, I got uh, I got a uh, work call on the other line. Um, oh, for the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. For the radio. Uh, hey, you know, I, I've actually, as I, I've got, I don't, I'll talk to you later on. I well, guess, what about Wizard World? I mean, we're yeah, gonna, well, are we definitely going to do it or what? I, I wouldn't say definitely because, you know, I, I've got a mountain of, of just work here. Well, for, it's on a Sunday. Well, we'll, we'll talk later on, okay? Uh, bye, Ken, uh, I, I gotta go. I'll talk to you later. Oh. Okay, bye, Kenny. Bye. <sighs> Hey, Josh? What do you want? I wanted to hear your voice. You sound upset and angry at me. What may I do for you, sire? Is that horseradish still burning? Uh, yeah, it is still burning. Thanks mm. for asking. You know, if I thought there was uh-huh. an ounce of genuine concern uh-huh. in your matter, uh-huh. I would be appreciative. But y- there isn't. Yeah. There isn't. You're a terrible person. Mm. You know, you claim always, again and again and again, that you crave human contact, that uh-huh. you want something authentic. Yeah. You want something generous mm-hmm. and nice and human scale. Yeah. And yet, you don't even have any other agenda nope. but to call me up right now mm-hmm. and, to, and to provoke me. That's all you want. Yeah. Un- unbelievable. I, it's, it's a new low. And I thought you had gone as low. I thought you had limboed. I thought you had lombarded as low as you were going to go. I tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, no, no, no. On Wiretap today, you heard Gregor Ehrlich, Howard Chakowitz, Joshua Carpati, Katie Rich, and Steve Waltine. Wiretap is written by Jonathan Goldstein and produced by Jonathan Goldstein with Mira Bergwintonic, Wendy Dore, and Carolyn Warren. Tune into Wiretap Sunday at 1, 4 Pacific Time, and Friday evening at 8.30. You can also hear Wiretap across North America on Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Reach us through our website at cbc.ca slash wiretap. Hey, you know what? What? I like you. I do not like you. Oh, you. Are you drunk? No, I'm just happy to talk to you. No, you're not. I'm happy to talk no, to you. No, you're not. I like talking to you. No, you're not. You're a big old lovable grumpy bear. Mm. You finally had that psychotic break all your friends talk about. What are you doing? Uh, hanging up. Want to get a bite to eat or... Yeah, I do, actually. Thanks for asking. Yeah? Yeah. Alone. And that's what I like about you. Mm-hmm. You're a straight shooter. You know what? If I could, I would take an air gun right now and I would shoot you right in the groin. And what else would you do? What is this, hate porn? This conversation is over. I hear you talking through a smile, sir. Haven't smiled in the entirety of our conversation. You're smiling. You've gone mad.